0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this very, very special service where our choir does their wonderful presentation, and I've been hearing a lot of things about it that we're going to love it, and I know we will, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Just a few announcements that I wanted to go over. A reminder, next Sunday... Sunday is Christmas Eve. So our Christmas Eve service will be our Sunday morning worship service. So just so you remember that next Sunday is Christmas Eve. And then we received word that our friend Nancy Greider had passed away this week. We don't have any information about services or anything yet, but we will make sure that we keep everyone informed, and we'll keep her family in prayer. And then I have a really special opportunity for those who want to have a chance to play Santa. The church has been working with the fire department in supplying gifts for needy children in the community. And this year, the need has been far greater than any other need but there have been enough toys and gifts delivered for every child that was on the list that they had but we need people to make those deliveries and it would be taking bags that are already prepared they have the names on them the addresses they're mostly within this general neighborhood and delivering them to the homes And can you imagine the excitement when you would come to the door? So if you would like to be part of that delivery, if you could talk to Kathy Byrne or Carlina Macy, and they will get you set up. But the bags are are ready to go. So, And then just, it's in the bulletin, but just to remind you, Jason is taking vacation days this week, so he will not be in the office, or here, until next weekend. So, with that in mind, I would like to call us to worship, and the scripture I've chosen is not one of your traditional Christmas uh, messages, but it's the one that I feel is very, very right for the occasion, and it's from John chapter 1. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and we rejoice. Will you pray with me? Emmanuel, God with us, The word has become flesh. Loving God, the heavens were glad and the earth rejoiced when you sent your son to dwell with us. Shepherds and kings came to worship. As we hear that message of love and joy again, we too sing and shout for joy. And we too worship the newborn king. Open our hearts to God's great love Prepare our hearts for his coming again. May we be like Mary, ready to do your will. May we be like Joseph, humbly doing as you ask. May we be like the shepherds in the fields, rejoicing with the angels. Help us to proclaim your glory to those who do not know you until the whole world sings a new song of praise to you. Now and forever, amen. Good
1: morning. You heard the, the first time, right? Welcome to the fourth Sunday of Advent. Um, we are so glad to see you all here. We have guests in our room, and we have guest singers as well. We have a guest organist. I wanna welcome Kevin Weed over there. <laughs> and the first carol we're going to do together is called Once in Royal David's City. Uh, we're gonna do it in a, uh, in a way that is done uh, for carols and lessons by the King's College in UK in which the whole uh, uh, service is opened by a solo voice doing that to begin with. And um, I will cue you to, work, uh, to, to join us when the time comes for that, which is a second verse for the congregation. Thank you. Uh, the solo is going to be done, the introductory solo by guest singer Holly Roll.
2: At this time, I would like to invite Michael and Reina Weishar up to the front.
3: Good morning. I am Rena Weishar. I am Reina Weishar, and the note in my hand makes me a little more at ease. My husband and I have been asked to share something as we light the fourth candle of Advent. I want to say that after more than 20 years coming to this church, I feel still surprised and really grateful how it has affected me. For a long time, we were involved in the Hollywood First Presbyterian Church of Hollywood in its huge congregation. There, it was hardly possible to have such a strong feeling of belonging as I do, and that happened to me here in this church while growing into a senior citizen. <laughs> we are familiar with most people here, even if I don't always remember their names Wherever I enter, sit or exit the sec- the sanctuary, people greet me and smile, welcoming me and making me glad to talk to them. From different backgrounds, and parts of the world, there is a unity and almost an intimacy. As we come together to worship, participate in different tasks and ways, and care about each other sincerely. For me, this is a special gift personally and proof of God's love through Christ, and it fills me with praising.
4: Thank
2: you so much. Right? That sets the stage. This is the fourth week of Advent. And on behalf of myself, I'd like to say welcome. I'm glad you're here. We started with hope and we looked at Revelation chapter 5. We moved to peace or shalom, God's homel- home, uh, you know, sense of home. Um, and then we moved to joy last week, and this week as we move through Advent. Advent being the season where we celebrate God's first arrival. Advent simply means arrival. Um, But we also look forward to his second arrival, and both are in almost every passage that we study. Yeah, in every passage. That's a nice phone ring. That's beautiful. Does everybody... uh, with me? Everybody's awake? Okay, good. We're going to be looking at First um, John. If you look at the cover of Even Your Order of Worship, we're going to be looking at that text. We're going to be looking at First um, John chapter 4, and I'm going to read verses 7 through 12. But before I do so, I just want to remind everybody, Jesus had two best friends when he was on the earth. One of them was Peter, one of them was John. John is the author of this text in which we're about to read. Um, he's an older, wiser gentleman. He writes in simple Greek. Uh, the Gospel of John is written at a third grade reading level. It's simple but profound and deep. You've heard it said that um, people share the Gospel in, in in a couple ways. And two of the primary ways are some people say it's a good idea to describe Spend ninety percent of your time, like um, describing the problem that humanity's in, and then ten percent of the time explaining that Jesus is the solution to that. And the the other way, the other primary way, is just to describe Jesus in such a beautiful way as to attract, and inspire, and call, and. John is in the latter category. He's a poet. He's a master at wordsmithing. And would you please stand with me in honor of God's Word? I'll read to us First John chapter four, verses seven through nine uh, through through twelve. Beloved, let us love one another. Because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. For God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated and pray with me. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, use my words. Use this cantata. Use these flowers. Use any means necessary to teach us what you want us to learn this morning. I pray that my words would be quickly forgotten, but your words through me would change us from the inside out like only you can. And all God's people said? Simple. Simple passage. And I love these Sundays because the heavy lifting's about to come. You guys are batting cleanup, and I've seen you guys, I've heard you guys and I've seen you guys practice this stuff and hold on to your hats and glasses because he's about to blow the roof off this joint. Um, Three sections of this scripture. First, God is the source. God is the source of love. A couple weeks ago, I, I uh, told the story of when we went up to camp and this youth worship leader was challenging everybody to every once in a while just lift up their hands like a plug and plug into God. Do you remember that? Anybody here? Okay, good. I, got text, uh, I received a text a couple weeks after that from a congregant. And this congregant was in Hawaii. First, I'm extremely jealous. Second, that's always a good idea to send pictures of Hawaii to people. Uh, but it was a picture of this person with their hands raised, plugging into God. And applying my message. First of all, thanks for anybody who ever listens to anything I say. <laughs> Second, that's what the, that's the heart of this text. Um, one commentator said, "Like electricity flowing
4: through a wire, God is our is the source of love. Plug into God."
2: Next, he models what genuine love looks like. Anybody catch what Webster says with the word of 2023?
4: Authentic.
2: It was a spike in the use of the word all throughout this year. We're looking for it.
4: Everyone's looking for it. Authentic love. Authentic love is the heart of this
2: passage. God being the king of love
4: shows us how. Two things,
2: two things we learn from this passage. About what authentic love looks like. One of them, I got to actually. Eh, I was going to do a question. Malia said, "No, stop questioning." Stop questioning the congregation on Sunday. It makes them feel like weird. Um, I'll just tell you the answer. The two things. What right in the center, right in those nine and ten, right on the front of your bulletin, right on the front of the order of worship. What is the first way? The first way is God sent. You can sum up the gospel in the first advent. Is God cared enough to enter in? I preached on this text in May of 21, May 2nd of 2021. I wrote in the margin of my sermon this is a Christmas message. This is an Advent message. What does it say on the front of your bulletins? I somehow left mine at the front. Somebody say it. Well, one person. Maybe one person stand up and say it. Yeah, no, read that front of your bulletin. Read that text, 5-9-4-9. boom, right out of the gate. That's awesome. Thank you very much for reading that. Does everybody hear that? Everybody read that on the front of their thing? You could just take that home with you. That's a free gift from PCC. You know, we don't spare no expense. You get to keep your orders of worship. But cling to that text because it it seems like a no-brainer, but we still stink at it. The church, capital C, C, still stinks at it. When we when we talk about Christians, when we talk about God, when we talk about church, the world is seeing this grumpy, judgmental
4: This text it's simple, but we, we we have yet to walk it out. God sent Anybody here an elementary school teacher? Yeah?
2: We got a couple retired, probably. Somebody's struggling. What's the first thing you should do? I'll give you the answer. Get down onto their level. Get down onto their level. Get down and look at them in the eye and say, "Okay, you need to know this. You need to know this. Eye to eye." That's what God, the Creator of the universe the being that thought up the ocean, the being that holds the stars in the sky, the the being that keeps our, our Earth rotating at the correct speed, at the correct distance from the sun, the Goldilocks zone, as astronomers call it, that God came down to our level. And that's... How you genuinely love.
4: It says that in the text. He did it to model.
2: He did it to show us how to be fully human. Right? Jesus was the the second Adam. Walking
4: us through. He's the king of love. What's the second thing? The cross, right here.
2: He shows us
4: that loving means serving. That loving often means looking like you've lost, loving means sacrifice.
2: Any moms in the room? Can you say an amen, please? (laughs) Right? How many dreams have you sacrificed at the altar of your children's? Just look at that. That's what real love looks like. And Jesus did that ultimately as an ultimate example and an ultimate model. How do you love? You get down on other people's levels. You sacrifice. You serve. You put the other first. And then he, John, says, Well, he commands. God is the source of all love. God models the
4: love in Jesus Christ. And he commands. John, and notice
2: the word in there, um, ought, in verse 11. I'm going to read that again just so I can have it fresh in my mind. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. The commentator F.F. Bruce says that ought is not an external compulsion but the ought of internal constraint. Did anybody else speak that English? <laughs> what he's saying is
4: John isn't saying you ought to do this. Ever put together IKEA furniture?
2: It's the ought of Ikea furniture. If you put this there, and you put this here, and you glue, this ought to look like a dresser. (laughs) Right? What's that mean for us as followers of Jesus? You're plugged into Jesus. You're genuinely stepping into worlds as God has stepped into your word, world through Jesus Christ. You're sacrificing, you're serving. You ought to start love loving like you've been loved. You ought to start looking
4: like God himself walking around on the planet. You ought to start seeing people as God sees people. You ought to start becoming so in tune with God that His character starts to shine through you. And then he ends it with release the kraken. He, he he he's the original Nike, just do it. Let it loose. Stop worrying about what you're not supposed to be doing and
2: love. And at this point, you start to realize he said love like a gajillion times in this text. And it's like a waterfall. And if you're listening to it like it's a symphony piece, you hear this like maybe as a tuba going boom, 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 boom. And then at the end going, you know, used to be a band called Fishbone. Fishbone. Anybody heard of that band, Fishbone? Do you remember Randy, my old school classic rocker, knows Fishbone. I remember the one time I saw Fishbone, he brought out this baritone sax, but I'd never seen a sax like it. It is this huge, it looked crazy. And you couldn't even hear it. You could just feel it. <laughs> I picture that in this text. I, I know I'm weird, uh, but that's what I picture in this text. We... Start loving so much that the world doesn't see our flaws but sees the God that loves us
4: immensely. We don't hide it in any way, shape, or form. We just let it flow through us. And we're
2: crazy in love with each other and we're crazy in love with anybody that God puts in our path.
4: Why? Why? Because God sent his son for you, for me. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, I pray that you would,
2: by your Holy Spirit, continue to call us back to plugging into you. Help us by your spirit and in your spirit to follow the model of Jesus the Christ. Help us to sacrifice for one another and for the stranger. Help us to be humble. Think less of ourselves and more of
4: you. Let the love of the King of love flow through us. And all God's people
1: said.
5: Good morning. Cornell, are you, where are you? Would you like to say um, a few words about Friends of the Arts before we pray?
1: If I would be a salesman, I think I will be out on the streets. I'm not gifted for sending anything, so um, all I can say is that um, a friend of the Arts envelope is provided with your bulletins, and if you could make a donation as big as you can, it's going to go a long way to help us continue the ministry that we're doing and the special events like today. And uh, I think that's uh, where everything ends on my part. Thank you.
5: As we continue celebrating this fourth, fourth Sunday of Advent, we are focusing on love. Specifically, God's great love for us that culminated in the birth of his son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. May God's love inspire us to reach out to others, especially those who feel alone or forgotten during this time of the year. Will you please pray with me? Holy, merciful, and loving God, we thank you for this day and for the reminder of the fourth candle that you are love. You are love. And as your disciples, your love extends to us and then through us to a world in desperate need of you. People who need a fresh touch from your Holy Spirit today. Lord, we confess that we are tired. Weary from the shopping and the busyness of the season. Tired of hearing about the wars in Ukraine and Israel and feeling so very helpless to make any difference at all. We pray for those precious souls living through these wars. We pray for your protection and mercy on each one. We pray for an end to both wars and for your peace to reign in the Middle East and all throughout the world. We earnestly pray, Lord, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with each one of us. Use us, O Lord, in your sovereign plan to be a part of your kingdom come here in Costa Mesa and across the globe. We lift our prayers and carry them to the least and the lost. Please bring comfort and hope to those living in circumstances that most of us could never even imagine. In the quiet of this prayerful moment, we lift up the needs of our congregation. We pray for those who are facing challenges for those who are grieving, for those who have economic concerns, and for those who need your healing touch and comfort. We pray for your comfort for Nancy Grider's family and for all those who knew and loved her. She will be dearly missed. We pray for your healing touch for Buzz. Karen, Sandy, Angela, Patty, Lou, Georgina, Terry, Pat, Roberta, and Dusty, may each one mentioned and those we hold deep in our hearts feel your presence and comfort with them as they navigate these health challenges. We pray, too, for our church, our pastors, and our leaders. May your spirit fall afresh on us, and may we feel your presence directing PCC into the new year. Father, we lift our finances to you, guide us, and provide for us to further your kingdom presence right here in this little corner of your kingdom. As we wait in hope, peace, joy, and love, prepare our hearts to receive the Christ child anew. May his presence fill our lives with meaning and purpose and an abundance of your grace. Join us together with your worldwide church, uniting us as we pray the way that you taught your disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
2: As we continue in worship, and we look forward to this cantata, um, we give back to God just a portion of what he so richly blessed us. And this is more of an invitation, tithes, offerings, and gifts, to be a part of the adventure here at PCC. This morning's tithes and offerings and gifts are now received.
1: king is born by craig adams a fulfillment of old prophecies a heavenly announcement by angels a passionate search for what the stars told them and a quest to find the newborn king by the same all point to jesus the son of god coming Unto this earth in human condition. And for the last 2000 years, the Christians sing and shout Jesus the King is born. It is our turn here at PCC to do the same now at Christmas 2023. Mm. As with all the great pageantry associated with the installation of a king, we could think that Jesus the King may have deserved a really grand welcoming into this world, with all the pomp and circumstance. While in a way that happened when the great multitude of angels made the announcements to the shepherds, The birth of Jesus in very humble conditions pointed to something not immediately understood by the people. He came to lift us, to save us, to bring us into the family of God. While the opening celebration in the first song appropriately sounds strong and majestic, For the most part, the music in this cantata sounds rather soft, warm, introspective, more like a family gathering to sing Christmas carols. And probably the following words in the second song best illustrates the special message of this cantata when it says, Born a child, and yet... A king let's look at the baby jesus through the words and melodies of two songs recently composed advent hymn night of glory and also through the words and melodies of the beloved old carols away in a manger what child is this and silent night The music score asks for the congregation to join in in the last piece. Please do. I will invite you to sing when that time comes in the music.
6: Messiah, come and set us free. For generations preceding the birth of Christ, the words of the prophets breathed faith into the hearts of the people of Israel who had been longing for the promised Emmanuel to arrive. this will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those in whom his favor rests. In this moment, I invite you to bow your heart in worship and adoration as you are reminded that Jesus, the holy child of Bethlehem, came for more than a select few would kneel before him in a stable. He came for all mankind. He came for you.
1: I think now I amplified, how do you like it? (laughs) All right. Uh, The the cantata is still not done. We have one more part. And as I said in my little speech, whatever it was, uh, the composer asked the congregation to join him in the last movement. And here is what we're going to do. I know it's a little bit unfair, but, uh, you know, things could be offset by singing louder. Uh, We are going to do that song that you see in there. After the introduction by the choir, you will be asked to sing. And the first ones to sing are the ladies in this place of the church and the choir. Then, it's going to come a time in which going to say all, obviously, everybody sings. And then comes a time in which it says, the men supposed to sing as well. I'm going to bring all the men I could master in here, excluding myself, I'm not a singer. And uh, we're going to go like this. At some point, uh, because it's going to be an arrangement, uh, I will have you exit the singing and uh, we're going to uh, end the cantata with a choir ending it.
2: Yeah, you can remain standing, and I'll just say um, thank you. Thank you. Notice the acknowledgments. Um, thank you to the choir hospitality team. Thank you for the invitation, the graphics cards. Um, thank you for the sound and lighting, Philip. Uh, thank you for our guest organist, Kevin. Thank you for our guest singers. Thank you for our narrator. Thank you for this choir. Thank you so much for Cornell. And I'm turning these into praises. And thank you for Micah. What what an amazing gift, right? Um, Is your cup full? Yes. Yes? Do you know that you're loved by God? Yes. Okay. Application one. Let somebody know that they're loved. By you and/or by God. Application two. Carlina would you come up here? Kathy, come up here? Application two, as you heard in the announcements, we had a surge of firefighters um, reaching out to families, and usually we serve twelve families. We're up to forty. Was that right? Sixty-six families are in need, and we got all these Christmas presents for them, right? What greater—I can't think of a better way to let people know that they're loved, that not around this church is anyone going to not get a gift on Christmas, right? Right? Okay, sorry if I sounded angry, but I'm just passionate and fired up. These are the two women. You need to give them your contact and say, I want to tell somebody in this neighborhood that they are loved, and I want to show up with gifts that somebody else bought, and I get to hand them to them. That's a that's a no. That's a win-win situation. And would you guys place your hands like this, and I'll send this out with a benediction. And right after that, come and give your contact information to these women. Coming to the fellowship hall, the deacons have given us an amazing spread. There's an egg dish, there's donuts, so you know I'm going to be there. But for now, receive this benediction. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, the shalom, the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, Guard your hearts and your minds today, tomorrow, forevermore. May it be so. Amen.